Hey, welcome to Craft Beer Bucket List with Big Ray and Mike, where we review beers you have to try before you die. Good afternoon, morning, or evening, whenever you happen to be listening to this. Welcome to episode 15 of Craft Beer Bucket List with your hosts, Big Ray and Mike. I'm Big Ray coming at you from Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. And on the other end, we have Mike from uh, Richmond, Kentucky. How you doing, Mike? Doing pretty good. I think if I was going to rate this day, I would give it an 8 out of 10. That's not bad. I would give it a little bit 10? better, but it was really cold here today. Boo. I know. I'm not a cold weather person, man. I'm not. Yeah. Hey, it's all good, though. So we, we both live in states that have a lot of bugs in summer, so I'm glad to get the cold to kill those little dudes off, and uh, I think we need that. We haven't had a lot of cold yet this year. So you, you enjoy mass murder of uh, insects? Uh, more than I'd like to admit. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's been unseasonably warm. I think it's been that way everywhere um, from what I hear, but then uh, you get to start, you start enjoying that, and then boom, I think it was the high today, it was like 31 here. Ooh, that's so chilly. It little, yeah, it's a little chilly, but overall, I, things are good this way. Uh, some great beers to be had when it's cold weather like this, right? Absolutely. So speak yeah. of beers, Mike, that's what we're here for. Why don't you give us the list of beers we're going to be reviewing tonight? I'll do that. In fact, I look forward to doing this part. For episode 15... You and I will both be trying Left Hand's Push Pop Nitro, um, which is uh, some something that I think you'll enjoy a lot, Ray, to be honest. Good. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. And then you're going to be doing, you're going to be drinking Sea Dog Brewing's um, Blue Paw Wheat. And then I'm going to follow up with the Rabbit Rabbit Saison from Three Floyds Brewing. So, as always, great lineup always a solid lineup mike always yeah so we're gonna go from 42 to 45 beers that we've tried on the craft beer bucket list podcast uh close close this is episode 15 but remember we snuck in an extra episode and did a winter special oh you know what i keep forgetting about this you are right yeah man yeah get the so for everybody out there, you can go check out the Christmas special. It's a little bit longer, so you get a little bit more of Mike and Ray uh, coming through, streaming through to your uh, AirPods or whatever you're, however you're listening, right? Absolutely right. So before we get started on this first beer, I got to tell you a little story. All right, tell me. My wife and I adopted a geriatric dog this week. Oh, that's awesome, dude. I'm glad you yeah. did that. Yeah, uh, really talked me into it. We went there and met this, uh, she's an old English bulldog that can hardly move, has all kinds of uh, health problems because of her age and everything, but she's super sweet, likes to nuzzle up on you. And uh, so uh, our family welcomed, uh, her name's Granny Gracie. So we welcomed Granny Gracie into our home and uh, she's a she's a hot mess and she's a bundle of love and uh, this is the first time I've ever done anything like this as far as adopting a elderly dog. So we're going to see how it goes, man. But that's been the, the big news from my life. Uh, any uh, little bit tidbit of uh, Ray from the last week? 
uh, in the last week, uh, honestly, not really, man. Just uh, a whole lot of work and uh, a whole lot of drinking beer to chill out at the end of the day. So. Sometimes no news <laughs> is good news. Yes. So yeah. t- uh, two things to, to go along with this, Mike. Um, one, you have to share a photo with everybody on Instagram. Of a, would you just call her Granny Gracie? Yeah, Granny Gracie. Granny Gracie. So, dude, we need, we need to see Granny Gracie. We need to at least see one photo. Sure, I'll do it. Dude, this dog looks like she's been done with your crap for like the last 10 years. <laughs> just like no more. <laughs> yeah, I'm done with you. So No, that's a good stuff. And that makes me want to, because you know, we uh, took in a dog back in uh, November last year. We found a stray on the side of the road, and uh, we've nursed her back to health. Um, you know, my daughter named her Sugar Pie. But maybe I should post a picture of her as well and maybe our two other uh, rescue animals. Yeah, do it. So, you know, we did a commercial you know, uh, last year holiday season promoting that. And that's a big deal for me because we're living out, you know, what we promoted. So I think it's awesome uh, to do that. And now I really want to see some photos, Mike. And I bet yeah. all the listeners do too. No, I'll, I'll share it on the the uh, social medias. So, Sweet. and then uh, I'm sure she'll appear here and there when I post beer photos. You know what I mean? Absolutely. No, that's awesome, dude. Yeah. So, uh, first up is the left hand push party push pop party nitro. Do you, and I know we've reviewed beers by left hand before, but do you have anything else you want to talk about left hand as I uh, get my beer ready? Yeah, left hand is one of those those breweries. They're they're just doing it right, uh, and I'm not going to go into a ton of detail here, but they've been around over 20 years. They have a a well balanced portfolio of craft beers. And uh, they're one of the most honored and recognized uh, breweries, uh, especially in the state of Colorado. Um, they've got, I think, 28 great American beer festival medals. Uh, they've got 10 or 11 World Beer Cup awards. And I think they even have eight or nine, maybe 10 European Beer Star awards. So just uh, a lot of awards given uh, to left-hand brewing. It's a I lot think of that's pretty incredible. Now, absolutely it is. So I encourage all the listeners to, if you haven't heard of Left Handed, go look them up and just see all the awards they have. You don't get that many awards unless you're just consistently doing things right. And I can certainly appreciate that. Yeah. Well, this uh, this Push Pop Party Nitro uh, is described as a citrus ale with mandarin oranges, limes, and lactose milk sugar. Um, it's 5.4% ABV. Um, so... I'll be honest, like I said, I think um, I've, this is a beer I've had before, but I was excited to get one to you because I think you, I thought you'd really like it. I'm, I'm very interested to see what you have, what you think of this. Um, I'm taking a couple of drinks as you were talking, but um, now that you've uh, had a chance to maybe get a couple of gulps down, I'm kind of smiling over here, wondering what you think, because I, you know, right. I know I typically. A, a, <laughs> Pride myself in thinking like this would definitely be a Ray beer or not. So, and so my first thought, and I don't know if it's just me, this doesn't drink like a beer at all. Yeah, um, it's like, like it's. I'm trying to think of a word here, Mike. And uh, I, I want to say creamy because that's something we talk about with stouts. Uh, you know, like the creaminess, and it kind of has that, but not to the same level. But dude, this just goes down so incredibly smooth. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm sure like part of that's the nitro, right? I'm sure it is. And, you know, talk yeah. about that for just a minute. In in case a lot of folks don't understand what a nitro beer is, um, just give them a little bit of information on that. I'll make it super simple. You know, most beer is carbonated with CO2. 
Um, and then you have some beers that are carbonated with nitrogen. It takes different equipment and all that, but basically the carbonation comes from a different source and it has a different mouthfeel. Uh, provides a little different, you know, things as, as far as the aromas and the smells uh, and all that kind of stuff. Um, and, you know, Left Hand does a lot of nitro beers. And, it, you know, for, for some breweries, uh, some smaller ones, it, um, this is extra equipment. They may not be able to do this uh, right away. But, um, and it's typically done with like the darker beers, you know, to get that uh, silkier, smoother thing. But um, nitro is becoming just like everything else, they're innovative ways of doing things with some of these beers so they're pushing nitro into other beer styles and seeing what happens and i think this is where we got to this spot as well no absolutely and dude they hit the nail on the head with this it, it's no yeah. wonder they have so many medals and awards because uh, this feels like an orange push pop in your mouth while you're drinking a beer <laughs> it's like how in the world did they pull that off and also make it taste like have that light because there's a special orange flavor and you don't get it from a real orange. You only get it from an orange push pop. Yeah. It's like, it's like that's that flavor. And they got it in this super smooth beer. It's like, wow, because this is my first drink with this. And I'm just like, dude, this is what I want come summertime. It, it's the smell to me. Remind, like, you know, uh, the, the ruby red grapefruit juice that you can get. Like if you mix that with like um, Sunny D or or something like Tang, it's kind of like the what I'm getting out of it, and you know, um, which it, it, which are very powerful smells overall. But as I'm kind of whiff, you know, getting whiffs of it as it sits here, that's what I'm kind of thinking is like I'm getting a little bit of red, and I love ruby red grapefruit juice that you get at the store. Um, oh right, I love the taste of it. Um, if it like a tang or a sunny, like not orange juice. Cause I think orange juice is a little bit more uh, held back, but some of those other ones that are very, have that sweet aroma is kind of coming through. So maybe, you know, it's some of the, the sweetness I'm smelling as well. Wow. No, I, I'm with you on that. And I, I, I like that this has a low ABV. It's only 5.4%. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I'm looking, Mike, and I don't see the IBUs on this straight away. Uh, if, if I'm missing it, you know, please forgive me. Actually, you know what? I'm, that is my bet. It's 11 IBU. So yeah, very low. Very low on the bitters, which which is fine. You don't want a high IBU on this at all. No, um, you know, you don't. I mean, but it tastes great. Um, I'll tell you something I like about it, actually, is I think the the body is pretty on point, too. So it's it's not mm. too thin or thick in the body. It's right in the middle Dude, it's right where it needs to be. Yeah. And then, you know, as, as far as, you know, the taste, you know, God, the orange is just punching me in the tongue, um, which is good. It, it You know, it, it tastes like an orange uh, vanilla cream soda kind of flavor to it. I mean, is are you getting anything like that? Uh, for, for me and my taste, bros, I am not like, no, just the orange push pop is like, no, that's orange push pop. That's exactly what I get out of it. Um, so, of course, it's going to speak to everyone just a little differently, and we fully expect that with every beer. Um, but, no, just uh, maybe it's just name association because I'm seeing it on the can, the, the can art. I mean, it's literally that color, and it has a picture of a push pop on here with some orange wedges. So maybe my brain is just taking me there because that's what I'm literally looking at as I'm talking into my mic. Um, 
but that, that's what I'm getting, my dude. No, it's fine. I mean, it's it's a good beer. I really like it. Um, it's kind of like you. It's to me. If I was to describe this to somebody, I would say, "Don't think of this as a beer." And I hate that I'm going to say this, but think of it as almost like a wine cooler type taste. You know, so um, yeah, because like, those are super easy to drink. They tend to be a little extra sweet. Yeah, um, just super palatable. I mean, yeah. I don't think this is necessarily as sweet as a wine cooler, but I totally get where you're going with that. Yeah. Uh, so total, you know, totally crushable beer, man. Yeah, definitely sessionable. You can have a bunch of these and uh, not feel ugly about it. Like I, I would feel happy drinking six or these on my own. I think. Yeah, uh, in the right time. So um, as far as the the push pop party nitro goes, if you're going to give this a rating out of ten, what would you give it? Thirteen. Oh, you can't give it a thirteen. That doesn't make any uh, sense. Well, it does it, but not easy. Ten out of ten, because this is just like ten wow. out of ten. Yeah, you are right, dude. I, I'm 10. in love with this beer. Um, yeah. great, great call, my dude. Wow. Okay, like, so this I, is I would so good. Ten out of ten. I would give it an eight. Yeah. An eight. Okay. Yeah, uh, and eight's you know still really good. I don't want now. I feel guilty a little bit because you're saying ten out of ten. Eight's still really good. Um, so I think really if you if, if you averaged it, we, we you know we're gonna rate this nine out of ten between the both nine of out us. Of 10. Yeah, so you know, I'm a I'm a super I'm a bitter guy. I love the double IPAs. I want that hoppy punch in my tongue, um, but this is very different from my normal. But I enjoyed this a, a lot, um, so I'm I'm excited to to drink more of these in my life, and uh, you know, pair this with some good food because I know I go here every episode. But what 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 would you eat with this beer, Mike? I gotta know. I'd pour this over some vanilla ice cream. Oh, yes, indeed. That would be so good. Who pours <laughs> beer on their ice cream? But I Dude, would I do would, it. <laughs> yeah, I'd pour this over some vanilla ice cream. Uh, I think it would go well. I do. Wow. What about you? What would you eat with it? Uh, I'm thinking something, I don't know. I always go to tacos, but that's immediately <laughs> I go. <laughs> it's one of the food groups. Anything citrusy, I just think, like, I need a fish taco with this. Yes. With some lime. Um, but no, I would honestly, dude, I really want to go to the grocery store, get some orange push pops and have one of those and drink this beer with it. Man, it is not to be lame or anything, but that's what I want to do. Well, I think maybe have a nightcap with vanilla ice cream and pouring this beer on top (laughs) of it. We're going to put this beer with everything. It's going to go tacos. It's going to go steak. It's going to go push pops and go ice cream. Yeah, I, I think I it would eat, work. I don't think I'd eat it with steak. I don't think I would drink it with steak. No, no, this is definitely not one to have with a, a porterhouse or a, a fillet or anything like that. Um, but maybe a, a rack of ribs, some nice baby bags. You know, when I think of so when I, when I think of like an orange push-up pop, I think it is summertime picnics, right, or something like that. So in my mind, like I'm immediately thinking of like. Um, a bologna sandwich at the playground. So like, you know, having this and a bologna sandwich or any type of sandwich while you're at the playground, maybe with some uh, lace potato chips or something like this. Right. So you're at the park, not the, I got a kid. So I think I always think playground, but if you're at the park or having a picnic or anything like that, you could take this with you and have your sandwich and your chips. Yeah. No, I think that would be good. Yeah. So, so you lost uh, me at bologna though, dude, I got to admit. 
Oh, and that's why I rounded it out. I said, well, any sandwich. Yeah. Any sandwich. Uh, okay, that, that's good. Yeah, so growing up, we always had uh, bologna and Miracle Whip. I mean, you know, we, I grew up in a trailer park, and that's what we ate. Hey, no, it's you good. Know? And I'm, I'm, and I'm still okay with it. I actually, <laughs> I still like bologna sandwiches. I'm not going to lie, you know. Uh, but anyway, uh, if, if ham or turkey or roast beef or whatever your sandwich preference is. Yeah, you do you. There you go. Yeah. See, now, now I can picnic with you, Mike. <laughs> I'm glad you'll. I'm glad you'll hang out with me. It makes me feel good. <laughs> so uh, I, I think this is. A, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I don't want to cut you off. No, I was kind of. I think I was going the same route as, you know, you rated a ten. I gave it an eight. It's a nine out of ten. I think this goes on our bucket list. It's exactly where I was going. Absolutely, this is yeah. on my bucket list. So check out Left Handed Brewing and look for their Push Pop Party Nitro. I dare you to say that three times fast because I would fail. Um, but no. I'm stoked to have this and I'm ready for some more. Cool. Let's do a commercial break and we'll get our other beers poured. Uh, one for you, one for me, and we'll be right back. All right, guys. Welcome back to episode 15. I'm going to send it to you, Mike. What are you drinking, buddy? Look who's back. Back again. Mike is back with three Floyds. Rabbit, rabbit, Saison. Wow. You really went there like that. I'm trying. I'm, I'm working on this. I was told that I was told I need to be more creative, so I do that by copying other people's stuff. Hey, that's that like all the other creatives out there. So kudos, man! You did exactly, right. yeah. <laughs> uh, so I know a couple episodes ago I um, drank Three Floyd's Christmas Porter, and I really enjoyed it. And they've got a solid reputation of doing solid beers. Three Floyd's is out of Munster, Indiana, and that's south side of Chicago. It's pretty much between Gary, Indiana, and Chicago, Illinois. It started in 1996. Um, something that I thought was pretty cool is I dug up a an article from the Washington Post, and I'll read it real quick. It said that Three Floyds has won over the beer geek elite and has been making the best beers on the planet for four of the past five years, at least wow. according to – yeah, and that's, a, that's you know according to more than one million reviews logged at uh, ratebeer.com. Um, so something else that was really cool is in 2018, Three Floyds became the number 39 biggest craft brewery in the United States. So isn't that cool? That is super cool. Yeah. Wow. Kudos yeah. to so, them. Yeah. So they're, 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 you know, they're doing some cool stuff, doing some big stuff. Um, so the Rabbit Rabbit is their Saison. I thought I would try it out. So... Uh, while we were taking a break, I got it poured and I'm, you know, have had a few drinks of it here. So now I'm just getting a sip on it a little bit. So it poured uh, pretty clear. Um, what I would say is like a, a, a clear straw color. It's, you know, in that in that range, it's like a, uh, a medium uh, earthy yellow. But uh, and at some point I'll have the picture on social media, but you can see through the glass. So it poured pretty clear. It's got a, you know, I poured pretty aggressively because I was trying to get it ready, but you know, it's it's probably got like a a one inch head starting off on, and it's kind of simmered down a little bit. So, um, you know, it's, but that was I don't know that was probably my aggressive pour. Um, it definitely tastes like a saison. Um, you know, and saisons are funny for me. I've had some saisons that I really love, and I've had some that I really don't. And I would say that for me, this one's probably right in the middle. The, you know, it's, it's, 
you could you could you can taste the different spices in it and, and i'm not you know gonna sit here and say I, I can name every kind of spiciness that comes out of it but it's you know you can tell that it's got you know those typical saison flavors to it um so the rabbit rabbit is 7.4 percent abv and it's got uh you know it's got a little bit of bitterness to it it's, it sits at 25 ibus um, but you know, I think because of the, 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 the complex flavors in there that those, those, the bitterness is kind of, uh, mellowed out a little bit or whatnot. So so I'm reading about this just a little bit, Mike. Yeah. And it looks like it, it would have a lot of flavors that would, I would really enjoy. I, um, I think you would enjoy this beer actually. You know, it's not... It's it's got it's not an IPA where you know the hops are really providing a lot of the flavor, so it's got a, a little bit of bitterness. But um, the, to me, it seems like the the you know the 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 hops or the flavor is coming from other things beyond hops. You know, like it's it's got a very um, I don't I don't know like it it, it tastes fruity. You know, it ha, you know it has a very fruity spiciness going on to it that you know that i'll be honest as i'm drinking it more i'm kind of liking it a little bit more right so as i'm reading about this you know i mean i would expect to hear about some banana some peach maybe some sweet honey are you are you picking any of those notes out of this mike yeah i could you know if somebody said you know it, it's not something i would immediately say oh banana like you do with a, a hefeweizen or something like that but I would definitely say if somebody said, do you, you know, when you get the banana, the peach, I would say, yeah. And yeah. And the sweet honey, um, you know, this, you know, the, the sweetness that's very mild with honey. I could, you know, definitely pick that up. Um, and it's got a slight, uh, yeast, yeasty type, very background flavor to it as well. Does that make sense? It does. Um, and then, um, it's semi-dry. Uh, so like, you know, as far as, you know, the, the overall finish on it, it's, it's semi-dry. Um, I, again, uh, you're going to talk about the body. This one's a little bit more on the lighter side of the body, which, uh, I think works well for this beer. You know, if you if it had much of it more heavier, heavier of a body, I just don't think it would uh, drink the same. So overall, I think this is a good beer. I think that a lot of people who like saisons would really like it. I think some people that are more of the IPA people might dig it, uh, and then some of the people that are more into the the fruity fruity stuff, you know, whether it's a cider or whatnot, could probably f find their space with this beer as well. Um, I right again, on. I I would saisons are funny for me because you know there's some that I've loved and some that I've hated, and this falls uh, this doesn't fall in the middle for me. It falls uh, on a more positive side. I would give this like a a seven to seven and a half out of 10, if I was going to rate it. Right on. So would you put it on your craft beer bucket list for others to try? Yeah. Yeah. I think, like I said, I think it's worth a drink. Um, right on. You know, anything three Floyds makes is almost going to be on there that, you know, they're doing solid stuff. Um, something that, you know, you um, remind me to do every now and then is take a look at. So this isn't a, this is, this was in a bottle. Um, it's got some very unique bottle art. I don't know exactly what's going on here at the on the on the label. It looks like this giant green rabbit, the rabbit rabbit, right, is attacking right. like a gnome 
of some sort, maybe. Oh my. So it, yeah, it's, it's, and you know, three Floyds, that's what they do. So, but no, overall, I think the rabid rabbit, uh, Saison from three Floyds, uh, should definitely go on somebody's bucket list. And again, I'd give it probably a seven to seven half out of 10, which I think is, uh, a solid number, uh, for, especially coming for me. So that's where I'm at, number. man. Any, any other questions from the audience? That would be you, Ray. Uh, no, I think that's a pretty solid review, and this is another one I'm going to put on my bucket list because I haven't had one of these yet. And yeah, I'll so, see. Yeah, I'm looking forward to, to trying something new. No, absolutely. Uh, you know, uh, I think it would be. Um, I don't know what their distribution is overall from state to state, but I think this is a, a solid beer to pick up. So uh, now it's your turn, man. I know you've got your own beer over there, and you've been uh, avidly waiting. Uh, anxiously waiting, you know, something waiting. You're even waiting to drink this beer, so let's get on with it. Let's let's see what you're drinking. All right, so I have, uh, and this is a spot that's that's dear and dear to my heart, is a Sea Dog Brewing Company, um, and I'm drinking their Blue Paw tonight. So, but before I go on any further, Mike, guess what I have? Um, a venereal disease. Oh, God, no. Why would you even say that? <laughs> it's the first thing that popped in my head. <laughs> wow, that completely caught me off guard. I was going to you It's the first thing that popped in my head. I don't know why. I apologize. Oh my, what kind of TV do you watch? Oh, my gosh. I don't, uh, I've been watching The Witcher lately. Maybe that's the problem. Ah, okay. That's oh gosh. I, I immediately apologize. No, <laughs> no, it's fine. I like that. So, uh, what do you with have that Ray? in mind? What? So, one question trivia. Okay. Oh. So, what's what state in the United States produces more blueberries than any other state? I'm gonna say Vermont. No. Michigan. No. Texas. No. California. <laughs> way off. Way, way off. Give me a hint. Um, it's in the Eastern time zone. Flo Rida. No. I give up. Maine. Whatever, dude. There's no, no way. Seriously. Ma- yes. Ma- Maine's like the size of a desktop computer. Yeah, well, they have a lot of blueberries there. Okay. Fair enough. Hey. Yeah. hey. Today I learned that Maine is a top blueberry producer in the United States. That's right. So it should come to no surprise, the Blue Paw, which is made with blueberries, comes from uh, Maine. So how about that? Sounds great. I mean, uh, so I was able to visit a Sea Dog Brewing when I was down visiting my grandparents uh, around St. Petersburg. Uh, I forget the name of the little town that's down there uh, on the on the Gulp Coast. They have a a beer show called the Gulp Coast. Uh, anyway, right. so it's right there um, on the Gulf of Mexico side, and uh, so I stopped in mostly because I was hungry. Uh, I was doing some different stuff around there, <laughs> and right. uh, I knew they had food. But you know, it was a cool spot, man. They've got a good thing going for them as far as the, like the theme and the atmosphere and all that kind of stuff. Oh, I do. Actually, I remember exactly why I stopped. I was hungry, but I was looking for a place to watch the Dallas Cowboys game. Oh, there you go. 
Yeah. You picked a great place to do it. Yeah. So I know that they've got several locations, right? They do. Um, they've got three three breweries or, you know, brewing facility. They have a lot of brew pubs, you know, scattered about the East Coast. Okay. Um, but their, their big facilities are in Portland, Maine. Uh, they've got one in Rochester, New York, and South Burlington, Vermont. Uh, so, but they were started in Maine. Um, so I spent a lot of time in Maine in the last two years uh, for my day job. Uh, so I got turned on to Sea Dog in my trips, you know, back and forth to Maine from Oklahoma. Now, a lot of the guys that work for me locally, like, dude, you have to check out Sea Dog. I'm like, well, so I did, and I fell in love with it. Um, and recently, I found that their Blue Paw is distributed nationally. And I was able to find it in Broken Arrow, Oklahoma. And I'm like, dude, I've had this before in Maine. I can get it at home. I'm excited. So I picked some up for the podcast. And, uh, you know, I love to, to talk about this stuff. It, it's great. Yeah, you had it at the source, man. Absolutely. Um, so, and, and on a side note, you know what? You know, I moved to Broken Arrow from Tulsa last year. Correct. I had to sell my house in Tulsa to buy mine in Broken Arrow. I was eating dinner at the Sea Dog Brewing uh, Brew Pub, you know, what they call SOPO, or which is South Portland, when my realtor called me and said, hey, you got an offer on your house. Are you going to accept it? And uh, the offer was phenomenal. I'm like, dude, yes, I'm absolutely going to take that offer on my house. So that call came in while I was at Sea Dog Brewing in Portland, Maine. Portland, so say Sea Dog has a special place in your heart. It allowed you to sell your house and get a new house. Absolutely. And your, your new house is uh, bigger, better. It's got more room for the kiddo and all these uh, pets you've adopted. So, Absolutely. Uh, Nothing but positivity there, man. Yeah. And uh, so, you, and I know you had some special help helping you move back into there, right? Uh, you know, there's this guy that visited me from Kentucky who actually helped me do a lot of the legwork <laughs> and heavy lifting. A guy named Mike. You might know him. Yeah. I've heard <laughs> nothing but good things about how incredibly smart and good-looking and generous and i mean all positive attributes i've heard about this oh guy. yeah I have nothing but great things to be said about him <laughs> so tell me it yes my nose is growing <laughs> jerk <laughs> uh, so anyway yeah so tell anyway, us about blue paw wheat ale so the the blue paw wheat ale it's a it's a, a super crushable beer uh it's a it's a wheat ale of course with blueberry added that comes in at 4.6 abv it's kind of a uh, got a burnished gold body, a great clarity, um, little to, to no head. I think I got maybe one and a half, two fingers out of it with a fairly aggressive pour. Um, but, dude, the blueberry flavor through and through, like, it is there. Not like over-the-top fruity, like a fruit drink or something like that, but you get a great wheat ale with just this nice uh, undertone of blueberries. And dramatic pause for another big gulp because, dude, I like this. Yeah, well, uh, while you're taking a big old gulp right there, is oh, so good. The, so does so the blueberry taste comes on pretty strong. It does. Like it's huh. not overpowering, but you know immediately that there's blueberries in this beer. I wonder how many blueberries it takes to make a blueberry beer like that. Taste that blueberry. You know what I mean. Or if they have right. to um, you know, use other ingredients to kind of fluff up that flavor a little bit. So, have you ever eaten a blueberry? Oh yeah, I've eaten. Yes, love eating it, blueberries. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, they're not exactly like super tasty, 
you know, like I, I don't mind them, right? But it's not like you're like, it's not like a when you when you bite into a strawberry, you're like, oh, this tastes so good. Or if you get a pineapple, you're like, oh, this is so pineapply. I love it, right? But when you do a blueberry, you're like, eh. Yeah, they're I, not super sweet berries. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm with you on that. They have a their own distinct flavor, but they're not full of those natural sugars. You know, like yeah. a pineapple or a strawberry. And I think that helps translate into a beer like this because it's not super sweet. It doesn't have all that extra sugar content. You just get that underlying flavor. Makes and it sound me, pretty I, good. I enjoy that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, this is another sessionable beer. Um, you can easily hammer down two or three of these and not feel bloated, not feel heavy. Uh, the carbonation is on point with this. You know, like I said, uh, I didn't get a super huge head out of this. Um, but it's the, the flavors there. What did you like say it. the ABV was on the blue paw? Uh, 4.6. Okay. So it's, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's Pretty very, low. yeah, it's very crushable. You could, you can have several of these, right? Absolutely. And I tell you the aromatics on this are delightful. You get yeah. some of that blueberry. And I'm, I'm drinking this out of a wine glass because I'm a nerd. And uh, I like it because it just says great minds drink alike. I'm drawn to this glass. I don't know why. Um, but given the the size of a wine glass, so every time I, it's like drinking out of a snifter. I just get like a nose full every time I take a drink. And I like it because I get some blueberry on blueberry action with the aroma and the swallow. And I'm good with that. I hope that Did you say you like bad. it. I do like it. Do you love it? Almost. Do you want some more of I, it? I, yes, Tim McGraw. Um, but yeah, like I said, I don't want to say I love it because I don't know if I'm that emotionally attached to this beer yet. Um, but it's one I want to keep taking out on a date to see if I get there. Yeah. Yeah. Bring it home, cuddle on the couch. Um, Netflix and I chill. Prefer Netflix and yes. <laughs> yes. Netflix. <laughs> Netflix and chill, literally, like it's going to be cold while you drink it. It's the best way. Absolutely, yeah. This is not a beer. I'm glad you said that. Um, On a more serious note, this is not a beer I would want to drink at room temperature. This is definitely best served chilled. And uh, this is one I wouldn't necessarily want to drink out of a can because I want the aromas that you get with this beer. And sometimes you miss that just taking it right out of a pop top. So definitely pour this into something. Get those aromas uh, while you're drinking this. Sounds good, man. So overall, on a scale of uh, zero to ten, what would you rate this beer? I like the emphasis on zero to ten there. To keep me honest, I'd give it an eight point five. Eight point. Wow. Yeah, super solid beer. Uh, not my favorite. Like I said, I'm an, I, I'm an IPA guy. I want the bitters, um, but for a nice change of pace, um, if I'm just going out for like a, a you know a lunch on the weekend and I want to have a couple of beers. Or whatever while I'm out. Uh, this is would be a good change, like I said, change of pace, uh, something different. If I want a good reminder for my good times in the state of Maine, um, you know, I, I would totally get on with this, definitely. So it sounds like you know, you would definitely put this on your craft beer bucket list. Absolutely on my craft beer bucket list. Um. So you know, and, and I've asked this rating from zero to ten, and you gave me. Yeah, you know, everything you've rated. So you gave it nine. No, you said ten out of ten for the I did push oh, pop yeah. party nitro from left hand, and then you said, "What'd you say, eight and a half for the blue paw?" Yeah. 
So for eight and a half in blue, that's some pretty high ratings right there. What kind of beer? I mean, so what's the score of something? What would the score be of something for you to say, I would not get this beer? Uh, probably for me, four or below. Okay, so five and higher would be, yeah, I would try this out. Yeah, or at least recommend somebody to try. If I give it a four, I'd be like, this is garbage. Please don't let this pass your lips. Yeah. Um, a five or above, or five, it'd be like, you know, it wasn't for me. I didn't really, but maybe you should at least try it. Um, but yeah, four below, just like complete garbage, like, like Natty Light. I'm sorry, I can't stand the flavor of that stuff. <laughs> if there's people that like it, dude, that's cool. My taste bros like change colors and make me do bad things. Um, oh. so I'm just saying that's a beer that my I just absolutely can't stand the taste of. Yeah, I would give that like a two. Okay, not necessarily one because that's ugly, but just I I can't stand the flavor of it. Gotcha. Yeah, so for me, I think it'd be a little bit more um, skewed up. Is is it'd have to be a six or better for me to recommend it to anybody. Seven or better to me for, means to me like it's definitely something I would drink again. So if I give it a six, I'm like, you know what? This isn't for me, but I could see for somebody else, right? Okay, no, that's fair. If I give it a five, I'm saying it's very unlikely somebody else is going to like this, but there could be could be somebody. Right. Could be yeah. one other person on the planet that might enjoy this. Or, or maybe even a four. If it's three <laughs> or below, I'm like, this is garbage. It tastes like yeah. terribleness. Whatever. But anyway, so just get that out. So overall, the left-hand push-pop party nitro, the Three Floyds Rabbit Rabbit Saison, and Sea Dogs Brewing Blue Paw Wheat Ale, all three of them should go on the craft beer bucket list, right? Absolutely right, man. All three of them should be beers you try before you die. Yes. Folks, that's it. That's, that's episode 15. You've got it in your hands. We've got three great beers, and you should try all of them. Take us out, Ray. All right, so I couldn't agree more with Mike. Another fantastic lineup, super solid. But before we go, i got to invite you guys to check out our social medias. Be sure to find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Definitely on the Instagram for some behind-the-scenes, some stuff that from me and Mike that we do outside of drinking beer. Like we said, he's going to show us pictures of his new rescue dog, which I'm super excited to see. I'm sure you are as well. Of course, we list all of our beers and their breweries on social media as well. So be sure to give them a thumbs up on their page. Check out some information on their websites. And as always, if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, be sure to leave us a rating of five stars and drop a comment while you like us. Uh, be sure to tag yourself in photos with beer on our Instagram and Twitter as well. And uh, guys, that's it for us. I look forward to seeing you in episode 16. Have a great day. Be safe. Drink local. Talk to you guys again in another episode. Peace out, everybody. Adios.